You know what's better than a must-see debut at MSG? Spoiling a must-see debut at MSG. Victor Wembayana, who's likely going to be Rookie of the Year, stepped foot in MSG last night, and he thought he was going to make a statement. Be like one of these other greats in the league that have come into MSG and made a statement in their first game, made an impact. But thanks to the New York Knicks, that didn't happen. In fact, the Knicks blew out the Spurs and had one of their best offensive onslaughts from three. We're going to break down the game, see exactly what the Knicks did, and see why the Knicks Big 3 is here, here to stay, and why they ran amok on the San Antonio Spurs and everything they were trying to do. All of this and so much more today. So be sure you're subscribed to the channel and have notifications turned on so you don't miss a second of the new content. And now, let's get started. The New York Knicks embarrassed the San Antonio Spurs and spoiled Victor Wembayana's MSG debut. Now, if you were looking at the game from start to finish, Wembayana could not have had a worse start and debut at MSG. For me, it was one of his worst outings to start the season. Let's take a look at what Wembayana did against the Knicks last night. So in his garden debut, Wembayana had 14 points. 4 of 14 shooting, 0 of 4 from 3, 9 rebounds, a minus 25. Spoiled, ruined, destroyed debut. When you walk into MSG as likely the rookie of the year, putting on game performances after game performances, and everybody thinks you're going to have the game of your life, in one of the best arenas in MSG. And then you come down to New York. And you do that. That's a lasting impression. That's a memory. And that's what we're going to remember. From Victor playing at MSG for his debut game. And I'm so happy to see that. Because I didn't want Victor to have a statement game. In his first game in MSG. I wanted the Knicks to ruin it. Lock him down. And make him look human. Guess what guys. They made him. And that Spurs team. Look human. Final score of the night. 126 points. To 105. The Knicks were in control of this game. From the opening quarter. They were blowing out the Spurs. From the opening minutes of the game. And they did not take their foot off the gas. They kept it going. They steamrolled this Spurs team, beat them into submission, and basically had control over the game for the entire length of the game. You were never, ever worried that the Spurs were in this game or were going to come back and do something to the Knicks. Now, in that fourth quarter, with about seven minutes left to go, the Spurs were trying to make it a comeback game, trying to fight their way back and making three-pointer after three-pointer after three-pointer. They were making it an interesting game, and they cut the lead for the Knicks down to 14 at one point. But the Knicks didn't stop. On the backs of their big three, in Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, and of course, R.J. Barrett, along with some help from a couple of key guys off the bench, and Emmanuel Quickly and Isaiah Hartenstein, they were able to take it to this team 
put it on their heads and they let everybody know that even though this team is an up and coming team, even though they have the rookie of the year on their team, most likely it doesn't matter. You're not going to come into MSG. You're not going to play the Knicks and get a pass, get a freebie, make it non-physical, make it not be a hard day in the office for you. When you play the Knicks, it's going to be physical. Nothing is going to be easy and it's going to be a hard game to win, especially when you have the big three showing up like they did last night. RJ Barrett, who absolutely has arrived in the Knicks win against the Spurs, 24 points, 8 of 17 from the field, 5 of 9 from 3, 2 rebounds, 6 assists, plus 26. RJ has arrived, guys. Consistency has been RJ Barrett's biggest issue since he's entered the league. That's not an issue this season. Because consistently, he's been giving you performances like this. And you just have to love it at this point. We also have to look at Emmanuel quickly off the bench. 19 points, 5 assists. Is he looking like 6th man of the year? Because in my opinion, he's running away with 6th man of the year. He's running away with that award. No one. No one is touching him for six men of the year. He's owning it now. Look at the production and the efficiency he's giving you off the bench. It's ridiculous. But let's go over to some more of those big three for the New York Knicks and their numbers. Jalen Brunson, my guy, 25 points, five of eight from three, six assists, zero turnovers. You said the tape was out on Brunson. You said Brunson didn't have that same impact. Some of you guys were worried. Not me. I'm not worried about JB. I know what JB can do. I know the player JB is. So I know eventually JB's going to do JB things consistently. I was just worried about the rest of the team who looked very good last night playing against that Spurs team. But we also have to look at another player who seems like his offensive game is finally turning the corner and coming alive. You know who I'm talking about. The final three of the quote-unquote Knicks big three. Julius Randle. My guy Julius at 23 points. 16 rebounds, which was a game high. Five assists. And it was plus 31 Game high impact both ends of the floor playing defense helping on defense doing the right things on offense making the right read making the right pass making the right play Julius Randle he's finally woken up he's finally come alive he's finally found the rhythm shout out to Scott Perry former GM of the New York Knicks. We did a video on this yesterday. If you haven't checked it out, please do so. He was speaking about Julius Randle and why he thought Randle was struggling early on. He attributed it to the ankle surgery, but not for the reasons you may be thinking about. Not because he's in pain, but because he's out of rhythm. And when you have a surgery like that, you're not able to do the same things during the offseason that you normally would do to get yourself into rhythm. So maybe it's taking him a few extra games to start the season to get back into NBA playing rhythm. 
And given from what we've seen last night and what we saw against the Clippers, I think it's clear. Randall has finally turned that corner and he's playing like the Randall that we saw last year. Only in my opinion, just a little bit better because defensively, he's way more involved, way more reactive, and he's on his defender a lot more. Rebounding wise, he's grabbing everything, even battling mitts sometimes to get the boards. And he's always looking to make a Nick player better around him. RJ Barrett, Jalen Brunson, Quentin Grimes, Emmanuel Quickly, whoever the player is, he's looking to make them better while he's on the floor. Whether it be with a pass, with a pass to a cut, or whether it be drawing the attention so that another player can be open from three and making that right pass. Julius Randle absolutely has shut down all of those early reports about the fact that he hasn't found his game, he hasn't had it on offense, he's not looking well, and he's not playing really good with this Knicks team with RJ and Brunson and a couple of other Knicks. And a lot of people were concerned and were worried about Julius Randle and the potential impact he was going to have for this Knicks team headed into this season, given the woes that we've seen him have to start the season, especially on the offensive end. So it has to be encouraging and it has to make a lot of Knicks fans, including myself, feel good to see Julius Randle finally step up and do the things that we know he's capable of doing. And it feels so good to see him do it when RJ Barrett and Jalen Brunson are also active and playing well too. The big three for the New York Knicks last night were all on, all doing what they needed to do and making the impactful plays when they mattered. That's exactly what you want to see from the New York Knicks and their big three. And some of the role players contributed as well too. Emmanuel Quickly, Isaiah Hartenstein, all of those players, Quentin Grimes, did exactly what they needed to do, drew defenders to them, and did not hesitate when it was their time to make a play, make a basket, or do anything they needed to do to help impact the Knicks in the most positive way. And the final person I'll talk about is Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson, again, is impacting the game more than the box score can tell you. Because if you're looking at the box score and you're looking at what Mitch had, you're thinking to yourself, you know what? This really isn't the best stat line. But if you watch the game, you understand why. His presence defensively, how many shots he alters, his offensive rebounding rate, how he makes other defenders just look so much smaller than he is, his physicality. Mitchell Robinson has been the most decisive and impactful player to help change the course of a game for the Knicks this season more than anybody else. Shout out to Big Mitch. Shout out to the Knicks Big Three. It was a great quality team win With so many great assists that I saw the Knicks do, passing the ball freely, everybody touching the ball on the Knicks team. You have to love that if you're watching this team and watching this basketball. Because in my opinion, it's some of the best basketball we've seen the Knicks play since Tom Thibodeau has been their head coach. But what about you guys? What did you think about the win against the Spurs last night? And what did you think about Wemby's debut? Did you expect him to struggle as much as he did last night against the Knicks? Again, this is what he put up. Let me know in the comments, guys, because honestly, I would love to hear from you. 
But that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go ahead and smash that like button. Leave a comment below. And of course, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace.